Welcome, welcome, welcome to Back to Earth with New Path Wellness Group. I am your host, Sean Johnson, board certified innovative essential oils coach and health coach. So I am excited about this interview because this is a part two. And because of it being Domestic Violence Month, I'm bringing back coach Alicia Brown. She is a life coach and she's also a survivor of domestic violence. So we're going to continue our conversation with her. And um, the theme of our conversation is going from victim to victor. Okay. So yes, welcome Alicia. I'm so excited to have you again. And, you know, the last conversation was so powerful that I said, we have to extend this. We have to, you know, there was more meat that you had to share. And so today we're going to talk about energy and boundaries, which, you know, people don't understand sometimes um, what energy means. Okay. And how to set boundaries. Yes. So these are, you know, this is the conversation. We're just going to have a nice little conversation with the sun shining and, you know, back in and just lay back and just, you know, give us your wisdom on how um, people can keep going from being a victim to victor in another basic facet of domestic violence. Because the last time we talked, you talked about there's so many signs of it that we're just oblivious to. You know, there's so many signs of domestic violence that you you wouldn't even have a clue. And then when you talk about energy and boundaries, what does that mean? Oh, my goodness. Your energy is what keeps you afloat. People usually match your energy. So when you walk in a room, if you walk in a room, energetic and hype, 90% of the people in the room is going to respond like that. Yes, yes, yes. If you walk in a room as a Judy Downer, right. they're going to match that energy too. Right. And if they're an energe- energetic person, they're going to distance themselves from you. Ah. Because they can't afford for you to bring them down. Right. you're down. Exactly, exactly. And that's that, that old phrase, you know, I won't let you steal my joy type of thing. Yes. That's energy. Yes. yes. Okay. And, you know, the thing about it... Um, a lot of people don't realize their energy projects. We're all energy. Our body yeah, is energy. You're made up of energy. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Scientifically, we're energy. You yes. can shock somebody. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, just thinking of in that concept, our energy pretty much give us warning signal and also let other people around us know how we feel about them, even if we're not trying to tell them. Mm, body language. Mm-hmm. Body language. What they yes. say, you know, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And mm-hmm. also, you know, um, what they what, what is that other phrase? The other phrase is action speaks louder than words. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. So all those things are very important. And you know, I went to school, my coaching school is IPEC, and we talked about seven level of energy. And I'm just gonna go over it a little bit. You know, level one, the core is emotion and thought. And a person will be uh, a little sad. You know, the, um, they will be more in a depression state. If you had a level one, this is for people who go through depression, guilt, worry, 
self-doubt, you are at the bottom. And you, it's hard to fake that, but those people, when you're at that level and you stay there too long, those are the people that need therapy. Okay. Not just coaching, but therapy. Therapy, okay. Okay, now let's be in mind, we all at some point go to level one, mm-hmm. but we don't stay there. You don't want to live there. We visit, but we don't want to live there. Right. The next one we're going to have is a level two. That's usually conflict, anger, defiance. That's, the, that's a person very angry all the time. That's before you hit rock bottom. You're angry, you're upset, you're mad at the world. You're just a not happy person. Mm-hmm. And that energy, people see it. When people see you coming, they cringe, they walk away, and you can feel it. They don't, just the expression on their face, their body language. When you see that person coming, you like turn the corner fast. Yeah, yeah. And it could be somebody small, and it's not that you think they're going to beat you up, but it's just too much. Right, right. And they don't have to even open their mouth. Mm. Their posture, their face, and when they do speak, everything about them that's not good just comes at you, and they don't even have to raise their voice. Right, right. All that energy. And when they stand next to you, you can feel it. Mm Mm-hmm. Without them saying a word. We yes. say energy is transferable, definitely. Yes. Good or you bad, it's transferable. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, one of the things um, I've learned when I was in the sale industry, and my boss always told me dealing with a customer, attitude bring attitude. Simple as that. Yeah. Attitude bring attitude. So if someone come at you with attitude, automatically you switch to their energy and that's what we don't want right we don't want to do that the next one is um responsible level three is a good it's a decent place to be at level three energy that's where you're in the forgiveness mode responsibility mode i win if you win that's where you try to partnership with someone and you're, you're bringing yourself up i'm gonna do for you and if i do it you know team oriented let's do this together the team you know, when we do this together, we all gonna win. And, and that's not a bad place to be at. The next one is level four. That's where you're feeling, you know, you win, you love winning, gratitude, I love, I care, you know, and you're sincere, your compassion at that level. You know, the core is emotion and thought and action. You know what I mean? So action is service. You're a service-oriented person. People in level four are very service-oriented. You know, um, they're more playful they don't take things personal they they just you know want to go along get along and just be happy but you got to be careful with those people because sometimes they suppress things because they want to get along mm. and even though they smile on the outside every now and then they sink back to number two a little angry because even though they say they want to get along they're carefree they're happy go lucky sometimes as they're doing a lot of things and you're not reciprocating it comes back. And, you know, these things play a role in domestic violence because when you meet somebody, it might be somebody in the level four who pretend they, they can bring themselves up that high and they're caring, they act like nothing fazed them and they're building a lot of animosity mm. towards you. And you think everything is good, everything is fine. Next thing you know, 
the real place where they at because you can lie but so long. Everyone put on a front every now and then. And when you put that front on, it's, it, it's not sustainable. That energy level is not sustainable. Eventually you're gonna end up where you at. Mm. And it might not be a nice place because you build a lot of resentment. It's take a lot of work to pretend, to lie. It's work. It really is. Yes. And you know, the thing about those energy, people have to be careful. It's, it's deceiving. Mm -hmm. Level five energy is we both win. I understand you. They're calm, they're confidence. Those people, their thought is reconciliation. Their emotion is peace. Their core action is acceptance. And that's a very good place to be at. That's definitely injured at level five. Level six, everyone always win. I am you. You're fearless, your ability, you have very good intuition. Wisdom is your core action. Emotion is joy. Thought is synergy. Um, I can never pronounce that word right. <laughs> and level seven is the best. Non-judgmental, passionate, win and lose are all illusion. Unconditional love. And level seven, no one stays there or lives there. Because let's be clear, I practice non-judgmental, but as human, I check myself on a daily basis. Because that level of energy is when you're at peace. It's like meditation. Yeah. That's the calmest level. You're there and you can go there and see things. It's like you're meditating and you see your future. And then when you come back in, you know what steps to take. Right. Because you just saw it. Right. Right. It laid out for you. And so we all want to be at a level four and all those energy. You can be from one to seven in one day. Right. Oh, yeah. That's that phrase zero to 60. Is gonna trigger different emotion. Mm -hmm. And the thing is that we might get depressed because something happened. But like I said, you don't live there. You visit for that moment, you acknowledge the loss, something happened that you didn't expect, and you leave. Right. And so that's where um, some people get trumped up because, okay, I'll speak for myself. I'm mm -hmm. that type of person that I hold everything in. Right. I've learned. I'm learning. I'm working okay. myself through that. But I was that person where I held everything in until it got to a point to a level one. I was at, let me see, I was at four for a long mm -hmm. time, you know, faking the funk. Okay. I still love you, but, you know, putting on that face going to work because you still got to, hey, how you doing? How's the day? And thank you for, you know, thank you. Da, 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 da. Do you want to make another appointment? Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. You know, trying to keep that face going. Then I come home and want to rip somebody's head off. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so once you realize that you are there and thanks to you, you taught me about mm -hmm. the seven levels of energy a while back. Mm -hmm. And, I, and I, I took it in, you know, I took it in looked at some more things. I, I, I do a lot of self-development um, classes, reading, you know, listening, meditation, prayer, reading the Bible, things like that. I do all of those things to feed my Good. spirit. Good. Okay. To feed my spirit so that I don't stay at one level or another. Yes. It's never. It's not, it's not. Now, I think I live more in the four and five. Yes. 
I live more in four and five, right? But I have mm-hmm. a lot of six and sevens more now than ever. And yes. less one, twos, and threes. Yes, and that's what we want. Right. We want to be able to access seven when we need to. Right. We want to be able to say, I have an idea. I want to move to the next level of my business. And that is accessing number seven. You sit back and you close your eyes and whatever it is for you that you need to do. Right. And bring yourself there where you see the plan lays out, lay out completely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you're able to bring that idea back, that intuition back Mm -hmm. and execute it. Right. So when I'm talking to clients, that's one of the things that we do in a session sometimes, especially if it's a client that is going through a whole lot. Yes. And I ask them, you know, what is their dream? Mm -hmm. And then I say, well, let's visualize it. And we go Mm -hmm. through those steps of visualizing it. And you can Mm -hmm. see their energy level just perk up because Mm -hmm. they can literally see it. They can see it. Right. Whether they can touch it or not, doesn't matter. I just want them to be able to visualize it like you just said. Just to yes. visualize, you know, moving up, visualize um, wanting more, visualizing a dream that you know is attainable. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. Yeah. And, you know, this translates to, like I said, to domestic violence, usually most victim, without even realizing it, they're going to be at a level one, two. If they're not depressed, their conflict with angry defiance, they stress, they're frustrated, they struggle, they, they, they're just going through so many things. They hate the resentment. And at the same time, they have anxiety, they have low self-esteem. They're constantly going back and forth because when they're around their abuser, their self-esteem is low, they feel hopeless, they feel anxious. When that person leaves, they get mad and resentful because, mm. like, why am I in this situation? Mm. So they they straddle between both because they, they want to get out but they don't know how to get out. Right. And when you're in a depression mode, their energy is so low. You ever know people who are depressed and they have a hard time getting out of bed? Yes. They can't, they feel oh, heavy. Been here. I've been there. Yeah, they feel heavy. Mm-hmm. And you ever get to the point, a level, a level two, you're so hateful and so angry with somebody that you can't see. Yep. You can't see. You can't see the doorway because you're so angry. Yes. You're so, you can't, you can't think. Nothing can penetrate that anger and that anger requires so much energy. Oh my God. It drains you. It It drains you to be angry. It does. And it can cause disease in the body. Yes. Yes. Cause disease in the body. Yes. And that's why these people, you know, they, they're so angry and so bitter. And then they end up going to the doctor and then they wonder why they, they get these brain fog, you know, on top of it, you know, they get ulcer, you know what I mean? Their memory loss, Mm -hmm. you know, and if you look at most women, when they come out, they look haggard, tired, exhausted, emotionally, physically, mentally drained because they were beaten up, not just- They were mental. Yeah, yeah. Internal. Right. And sometimes this type of beat is worse than the physical. It is, it is. And it lasts lasts long. Yes. So So, go ahead. ahead. So we went through the the different seven levels. um, And so where does boundaries come in? How How could someone that may be at a level two, 
you know, where does boundaries come in at a person to a person that's at level two? Well, for level two, the first thing you would have to do is help that person identify that they are in a level two. To let them know, you have to stop and let them reflect on their energy. You have to help the client identify and help them acknowledge their emotion. Help the client take responsibility for their role in the situation where they at. And once you're able to let them understand, this is where you are, mm-hmm. okay? Don't let someone tell you how to conduct yourself. There's nothing wrong with being upset because if you're in a bad situation, you're gonna be upset. Yeah. But don't let it make you act out of yeah, jerk. Think. Yes, jerk reaction. Because when you hate and you're angry, you start doing weird things. You don't think anymore. Yeah. Everything you do is based on emotion. So you have to reel that emotion back in. And once you realize you can pull it back in, they have to stop and say, what's going on? Why are you so upset? And this doesn't always pertain to domestic violence. This is just in general, mm-hmm. but you have that level of energy. Right. What's going on? And once you can get them to identify what's going on, then you need to set boundary. If this person behavior triggered this in you, What's going on in you that their action triggered this in you? Mm. That's number one. Number two, if it really bothers you and you really, then you need to let them know. Excuse me, whoever you are, your husband, your, your daughter, your, your mother, um, you know something, whenever you do this, this really bothers me. And this is why it upsets me. I would appreciate you not doing it. You know what I mean? And, you know, I, I, it triggers something in me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you need to let them know. And some people are malicious. Some people know that what your buttons are and they oh, press it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But what they do, they play dumb. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you have to set the tone. People treat you how you allow them to treat you. Mm-hmm. And you have to say, this is not, this behavior is not okay. Yeah. It's not acceptable. That's another and, they say yeah. you, teach, you teach people how to treat you. Yes. You and you set the tone. You have to make clear, define whoever the person is. Right. This is not okay with me. And once again, depends on the relationship. You might have a difficult time. But think about it. If you don't, you're going to build up a lot of resentment and anger. So what's more important? Your health, your emotional state, your mental state, or keeping them afloat. Mm. Because deep down inside, they know what they're doing. Absolutely. They see the look on your face because when it when it irritates you, your energy level drop, mm-hmm. your face expression change, your body language change, and they get a rise out of it. And yes. they're going to play the cat and mouse game with you. That's so true. So you need to say, Mm-mm, this is not okay with me. Okay. And you have to decide what action you're willing to take. Right. What action are you willing to take to let them know you're serious? But you have to give them the opportunity to adjust. You have to. So in one, one I just keep coming up with phrases today or, or remembering phrases today. Yeah. One of the things like you just said is you got to allow them to adjust, right? Yeah. But in that process, the only person you really can change is you. Yeah. So I know for in my own experience, when I'm looking for someone to change, it does not happen. 
But what does happen is when I change, you know, mm -hmm. whatever way that is, when I change for the good, for the betterment of myself, then their reaction or their communication with me changes also, mm -hmm. you know, but changes for the better because there's the boundary piece, right? Mm -hmm. Then there's the energy level because mm -hmm. like you said, attitude, attitude um, brings attitude. Yeah. Attitude will bring attitude. So if my attitude is loving, I call it soft right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Loving and soft, um, but you can still get your point across, you know, yes. and to let them know that this is, this is unacceptable for me or whatever that is. Um, mm -hmm. That's been very helpful for me in the last couple of years, you know, Good. because resentment is, was building big time. Anger, mm -hmm. resentment. I was at two, I was at one, two, and three all at one time. Yes. Okay. Now the forgiveness piece, I don't know, that wasn't three for me. That was at like four, four or five. Okay. Right? <laughs> but those emotions, you are so right that you can be there and um, staying there. It's not, it's not a great house to stay in. No, it's not. At all. And I realized, you know, my body does react in that way and, and will react in a way where I either become very, um, I lose my appetite you know, mm -hmm. or I become um, elusive where mm -hmm. I stay to myself. I'm, I'll get quiet because I'm angry, mm -hmm. right? I'll get quiet. Um, and then once the boil, you know, cause you, you're boiling up and then yeah. when the court pops open, then you're just mm -hmm. flipping out and whoever's, whoever's there. It's not, a lot mm -hmm. of times it's not one person. It could be a combination mm -hmm. of things and a combination of situations or events and things like that, that you did not stand up for yourself. Mm -hmm. If you don't stand up for yourself in certain situations, then what happens is when you decide to stand up for yourself, all of that comes out at one time. Yes. And some people are looking at you like, where did that come from? What happened? You know, yeah. and the person that you think it was supposed to be directed to usually is not in the room, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Or if yes. they're in the room, everyone around us, they, they, they take it personal too. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So I've been through all of that, you know, I've been through all of that, but now I can say that I am more balanced now than I Good. ever, I'm more at the four and up, four to seven than I've Good. ever been, you know, in, including that forgiveness because forgiveness, mm -hmm. like they say, is not for them, it's for you. You know, once I got over myself about that, mm -hmm. you know, then I realized uh, forgiveness has to be for me. And I have to understand that it's it's a prerequisite to peace. Yes. And that is so important. And, and the thing about it, you know, with the boundary, a relationship and a relationship could be with your significant other, your daughter, your mother, your cousin, employer, employee. You have to set a tone. And a lot of people get uncomfortable in setting the tone with loved ones. You know, you have to let the loved one know financially, there's boundary for finance, um, emotional. You know what I mean? You have to let them know. Some people, like one people might be more affectionate than the other. And you might not be at the affection, but you're willing. Now you have to let them know if they, if they like to grab and hug all the time and you don't like to do that, but you do it, it's suffocating you. You have to let them know, honey, listen. I know you like to hug. I'm not a hugger, but you know something? We'll do it 
in the morning. I, I'll do that. You know, <laughs> we'll, we'll do it in the morning when I leave or when I come home. And it might sound rigid. Mm -hmm. But if you don't tell them and every time they hug you, you have a disdain and your body tighten up. I think that's more hurtful. Yeah. And yeah. it's like a rejection to them. Yeah. That they're coming on to you and you just mm, tighten up and flex. Right. Saying that you don't want it. And they don't know why you don't want it. Right. And so that's boundaries. Letting them know that that that's not me. Mm. That doesn't work for me. It's not okay with me. Right. Or finance, you know, people borrowing from you or people coming and, and just coming in your space. And a boundary is not just a physical, it's a mental thing too. Right. People just coming in your space and, you know, you could be in your room and just your quiet time. And people see and they know it's your quiet time and they just come in the room and just plop down and start, yabba, 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 yabba. No, no. Yeah. You said, no, excuse me. This is my time. I need 15 minutes and you need to remove yourself and give me my 15 minutes. Okay. I used to do that with my children when they were little. When I walked in from work and they're little kids, but they had to teach them that. Yeah. Um, they would want to run, come, mommy, mommy. And I was like, uh -uh. I need 15 minutes. And every time they come and interrupt, I said, you just took another minute. I'm adding another minute back on. You take one, I add one back on. So if you keep coming, we're never going to get that time together right. because I'm going to get my minute back. Right, right. You take a minute from me, I'm taking it back from you. Right, right. And they've understood when I come home, I need that time to undress myself, get myself mental together to leave work there and get myself in a family mode right and that's setting boundaries right. right even to little kids letting them know this no 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 we yeah. all got space give me mine mm -hmm. and, and they learned quick they learned yeah. quick yeah and they did they, they realized they lost yeah my my <laughs> kids were the same way but I, I taught them how to tell time by saying to them give mommy five minutes and mm -hmm. we look at the clock and i would tell them when that the long hand the big hand gets to whatever number it was then you can talk to mommy, but you got to give mommy five minutes. And they would, they would sit and they would look at the clock. And by the time they were three years old, they were able to tell time. Yeah. Because I taught them, I taught them very early. You have to. And it's yeah. important when you teach them about time, because time is so important. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with boundaries, a lot of people get scared to mention because they feel these little things are insignificant. Right. And that's well, not good. It hurts, hurts somebody's feelings. Yeah, well, but what do you rather? And you wouldn't, I mean, they won't know that you need that time for yourself unless you tell them. Thank you. They won't. Like even with my husband, if if I need to do something, I have to say to him, I'll be in the room for a couple of hours and I'll close the room and he'll leave me. He won't, you know, he'll respect that time. Thank you. Respect. But, boundaries. Right. But if I come upstairs and then he comes in the house and he just comes straight upstairs or whatever it is and I didn't say anything to him. You know, a lot of times I'm on Zoom or whatever. And, you know, a couple of times he busts in the room not knowing I was on Zoom. So I can't mm -hmm. get mad with him because he busts in the room. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he didn't know that I was on Zoom. So yes. and that's when I had the conversation with him. And so now, now we have that. If the door is closed, I'll be out in a minute. Yes. And, you know, in, a, in an abusive situation, there's no boundary. You know, you don't have any space. You have no privacy. You, you're not able to make a move without the other person in your space. You know, um, when I go to the supermarket, I like somebody to keep a certain distance from me. 
I don't like you in my physical space. You like, you like this COVID protocol. That's oh, what yes, I, I do. I love, I love that part of the pro, pro, yes. protocol. Yes. A, a lot of people take that for granted. And a lot of people think boundary more of a physical thing, but it's not. It's, yeah. it's more like a person coming over and taking over every thought you have. They come in and they change your thought. You say, you know something I want to do. No, you don't. You really want to do this. Exactly. Excuse me? No, no, no. You really should do this. Do this this, this way. Yeah. Intellectually, they're just taking over. Right, right. You, you're not allowed to think or breathe. Right. And emotionally, too, you know, that you want to you want to be upset. And even though upset, people I think is, no, it's not. You're entitled to cry. And they say, why are you crying? Don't cry. They're all in your space. You can't cry. They don't want you to be upset. No, let me cry. I'm flushing. Yeah. I'm cleansing. Cleansing. Absolutely. <laughs> let and me tears, be upset. Tears don't always mean sadness. Yes. <laughs> tears don't always mean anger. Tears, you yes. know. You know, um, I remember someone uh, asking me, why did I cry in church sometimes? And she called me. She says, um, I just wanted to see if you were OK, because every time you go up to the altar, you're crying. I said, those are happy tears. I said, I'm grateful to be able to go up to the altar. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so when she when I said that, then then she experienced it herself. And when she experienced mm -hmm. it herself, then she called me and says, I, now I understand. Okay. Tears, tears mean different things for different for everyone. Yes. But it is a, it is a form of cleansing. Yes. It's a it's, form it's of cleansing. Yeah, and people have to respect and you know boundaries are so important because I've seen many people allow other people to trample over them by either busting in their house because I'm talking about my neighbors, busting in their house, coming in and just start moving things in their house. Right. Start right. doing things and you know putting things this I think this should be over here instead mm -hmm. you know what I mean no you shouldn't do it like this you know and and they're just and the person sitting you can see the look in their face they want to be considered peaceful right and and happy-go-lucky but that their face their body is cringing making all kind of different posture and changes going mm -hmm. through their face mm -hmm. and I'm like oh my god first of all that person shouldn't just walk in your house right right and you can tell them they need to just knock first mm -hmm. and you know we just get caught up in that but that's what an abuser do they start off slowly and people take those things when they tell you oh i you, your idea is great but think about this way instead that's control right. and not all people intention is that but what is be controlling or not that's still overstepping their boundary right absolutely let my idea flourish make a suggestion and let me say, you know something? It sounds good, I'll think about it. Mm -hmm. But it shouldn't be a mandatory requirement for me to take it. Right, right. Have you ever heard of the book Boundaries by John Townsend and Henry Cloud? No, I have not heard of that book. I read that book a couple years ago and you don't understand what boundaries are until you read something like that. Because like mm -hmm. you said, it could be just a little tiny thing and you think it's yeah. not. You think it has nothing to do with that, but it does. There yes. was a lot of things in that book that I just said, whoa, that's a boundary? Oh, I didn't think yes. about that. Just like yes. you just brought up. You know, yes. I didn't think about that. You have to. And the thing about it, what, what boundary really is, because boundary for everyone is different. Mm -hmm. What I might consider my boundary, you would never consider to be a boundary for you because it doesn't bother you. When you are uncomfortable, when a situation makes you uncomfortable, 
then that person is crossing, stepping over your boundary. Simple as that. When you feel uncomfortable in your own space, when you're with somebody and their behavior make you feel uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. then that's a problem. You need to address that. If they're asking you for money or are they infringing or are they telling you what to do or are they not listening to you? You need to set the tone. You need to say, oh, oh, this is not making me feel good here. I'm not feeling good here. There's something wrong. And if, if once you walk away from that person, you feel different, you feel better. And when they, and when they do that certain act again, they do it twice. You're not, you're not losing in mind. You're not imagining it. Right, right. Okay, this is something you need to address. You tell, you know something? Whenever you sit next to me, you sit too close. Mm. You need to give me some more space. I don't like that. Or you know something? Um, you know, I whenever I talk and you cut me off all the time, you know, it's a sign of disrespect. You know, allow me to speak and complete my sentence. I don't need you to finish my sentence. You're not allowing me to express myself fully. You are taking your thought and replacing my ideas. You're not allowing me to set the tone for my discussion with you. You know, it's all cute to, to finish my sentence, but that's not what I wanted to say. <laughs> that's what you wanted to say, but it's not what I wanted to say. So please stop that. Yeah. I would appreciate when I'm talking, I know you get carried away. I know you're used to doing it because I've allowed this to happen, you know, for six months we've been in this relationship. We've been like twinning, we're twin twin. I don't like being twin twin. <laughs> I'm me, I'm, ind- I'm independent, I'm, I'm a single person, right. you know, we're in a relationship, but we're not one body, right. not one brain. Right. So if I raise my hand, that's a sign that you're getting ready to do it. So please think, stop back. Because some people, they get in a habit mm-hmm. and you have to express it to them and continue to do what you're doing. And if you see them, if, if, if they keep dismissing it, then you, you know, then you have to make some other decisions. Yes. Yeah, you know, that, that's on you. You have to make some other decisions. So boundary is what makes you uncomfortable. If someone is doing something and if you tell them and they keep doing it, then that's a problem. You have to address it somehow. You figure it out. What's, what's yeah. more important? Yeah, either a conversation or, you know, or you just leave them alone. Yeah. You just back up. One yeah. or the other. You know, a healthy conversation would be best yeah. Uh, and hopefully they will listen. But if, if they're not the type of person to listen, if they didn't listen the first few times, then yeah. 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 That's- and think how you feel when someone cross your boundary, your energy level just drop. When you're in a position where someone invades your space, you could be happy and the moment your boundary has been crossed, you might not even realize it's a boundary for you. As soon as that person crossed your boundary, your energy just drops. Yes. yes. Yeah. If you are in tune with yourself, you realize your body is telling you this is not good for you. Right. And right. we have to check ourselves and being in tune with yourself, your mind, your body. Yeah. Helps you to identify boundaries. But like I said, what you might consider a boundary, I probably don't consider a boundary and vice versa. We have different things that makes us uncomfortable, but there's boundary in finance. There's boundary in sex. I don't want to do this. Don't push me to do it. You're pushing. Don't don't try to trick me. You know, in emotions, intellectual boundary, physical space, 
boundaries between mother and father, siblings, you know, any interaction you have with anyone, boundaries is there. And it's just a matter of what makes you comfortable or uncomfortable. I love it. I love it. I love it. That was awesome. That was awesome. And I hope that person that's listening to this gets some really good information that they can use and tools that they can use to identify what boundaries are to them and their seven levels of energy. Yes. You know? And once you can identify those things, then there's, there's, that's a way for you to be able to break out of and work towards your peace you yes know, work towards your peace so that's awesome and i thank you thank you thank you again my pleasure my pleasure podcast back to earth with new Path yes. and tell us again where we can find you where we can you know get some um read more about you okay site and yes. what you have going on next yes yes i just started a podcast myself and it's called self-discovery yes. self-discovery with survivor empower life coach financial and basically what we do is help a person rediscover themselves we help to rediscover yourself with conversation with other survivors um discussion with people in the counseling area and just talking about various topics i'll bring on i might be by myself just explaining different things that's going on and their little their information. I can never give you everything you need to know, but I try to give you enough to motivate you to continue the research yes. of looking yes. for yourself and following through. Nice. And so that's one thing, um, my podcast. And I also I'm on Instagram. Monthly, I make posts about different things about domestic violence. Um, for the month of May, um, we're talking about um, my post on domestic violence is more networking and safety planning. Okay. Once again, um, so if you follow me, my anchor, my thing is self-transition coach. So you look for self, the acronym self, survivor, empower, life coach, financial. And what I talk about is a few things you can do when you're trying to exit an abusive relationship and how building a network prior to leaving that you can have people that is there for you that you can either go to that would either call the cop for you. They can help you create that safety plan to leave. Um, next month, I'm also gonna be doing, who are the victims of domestic violence? And in April, my um, Instagram was about pretty much the abusers. Who are the abuser? Could be your father, could be your brother, could be your boss could be anybody it doesn't have to be necessarily a spouse an abuser someone is in close contact with you and they could be emotionally abusing you mm. how they speak to you how they treat you how they degrade you how they do little digs at you to constantly ship away your self-esteem and it doesn't so, always have to be a man either no it doesn't right no it, it could be, be anybody in your family yeah. family to external family to extended family cousin work and, you know, boss, people, your boss can be abusive. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you can be an abusive person too and not realize that. So check yourself. You get abused, you go and abuse somebody. And not that you beat them, but you take your anger and frustration out on somebody. You go back and dump it on this person regularly right. because you're being dumped on regularly. Wow. 
Wow. So those are places you can find me. And I have a website and it is called Survivor Empowered Life Coach Financial. Nice. nice. So awesome. that's how you can reach me. Awesome. Yes, yes, yes. Great. Thank you. I'm so excited. I'm so excited about your new podcast. Say the name again in that way. And then I will put that in um, the description to make sure they can go in, and check you out and listen. Okay. Self-discovery. And with their trail for women, men, whoever it is going through these changes, abuse, sexual abuse, for help them to rediscover themselves. Cool. Cool.